Hello there, Matthew J. Elliott here, taking time out from doing British things like correcting people's grammar and... Well, that's it really, to congratulate you, the listener, for selecting the True Blue Riffcast. Yes, you could have picked any one of the thousands of Riff Tracks themed podcasts on the web, but your perspicacity led you to seek out the number one Riff Tracks podcast, and for that, you should be commended. Now I'm going to turn you over to your hosts, Dave and Jeremy, and I shall board a flight back to England without even so much as the boxed lunch I'd been promised. Thanks, Matthew J. Elliott. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one Rift Tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and with me, as always, is... Is Baby Ghost. Mm-mm-mm. Baby <laughs> Ghost. No, I'm just kidding. It's me, Dave. We'll start that again. What's that? I said, don't start that what, again. Baby Ghost? Baby Ghost, yeah. the Baby Ghost song. It has nothing to do with riff tracks other oh, than uh, I'll tell you what I will. I will stop singing Baby Ghost, the Baby Ghost song here on the podcast as soon as they do it on the riff tracks show of shows. <laughs> do you hear me, Connor Listoka? Might be waiting a while. Do you hear me, then. Connor Listoka and Sean Thomason? I'm reading uh, freaking Ready Player Two. The least you could do is Baby oh. Ghost. Connor. Oh, yeah, Ready Player Two is uh It's so bad. It's a thing. It's a book. Uh, it's so it's bad. Yeah. Okay, so Armada and Ready Player One. For, for those of you that don't know, Mike and uh Connor, yeah, we're we're talking about uh another podcast on our podcast, but they do a podcast called 372 <laughs> Pages We'll Never Get Back. I when they first started the podcast, it was Ready Player One. That was like three years ago. And I listened to like the first episode. I originally tried to read Ready Player One back in like 2014. Got like 80 pages into it. I was like, this is horrible. And I noped out. And when I heard they were doing it, starting a <laughs> podcast over that, I listened to the first episode zero. But then like I realized I'd actually have to read the book. I was like, I'm not doing this. And so I just didn't ever get into the podcast, but I have now, and I'm actually reading ready player two. It is so bad. I, I didn't, I can't, it's dude. I don't understand why anybody would do this. I listened, I got, I listened to the audio book. Okay. And I put it like, I, it, I, I put it on like double speed. So that I could just race through it. Like I like I'm not gonna listen to this for 15 hours. I listened to it for seven. Okay. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, it's not great. It's not. <laughs> but anyway, everybody should listen oh, to it man. in addition to this podcast. Listen to the other podcast, 370 pages. We'll never get back. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Uh well, we have a lot to talk about today on this our final regular episode of the season is it really for 2020 yeah this is this is it and then we got our uh our big best of 2020 show uh just after the new year starts the main reason we have to wait for that is just because they might drop yeah, they, something yeah, they, they might drop uh attack of the super monster 2 on us yeah like they did last yeah, we never year. after after what they did last year like two days to go and they just totally blew up like the uh, roof of the year field. Yeah. Which I think didn't we, I'd have to go back for like all you uh, true blue riff cast, all you people who listen through memorize and know all the episodes by heart. I'm not one of those people <laughs> about our own podcast, but um, I would say it was in both of our top threes, right? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, it was second only to the visitor. Mine was mine was my number one was the visitor. So that was between the yeah. both of us unanimously. Uh, it was uh, the visitor was riff of the year. So do you have any so after this past uh, after this past release, which we'll talk about here momentarily, if I ever shut up, would you is your riff of the year? uh field changed at all i mean is it does does the most most recent it's releases still... kind of like shake things up a little bit no hmm. no it, it hasn't it did for me it did for me and i'll tell you why after we talk about it but we do we do have uh like i said a lot to talk about we've got uh the season finale of the mandalorian which we're actually going to talk about yes last. Yes, it's today. going to it's it, yes, we're 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 switching it up. We're going to talk about what we're actually yeah. going to talk about first. Welcome back from the edit. We are going to talk about what we should be talking about on the co- podcast first. You don't have to like wait an hour to get to that and then we'll talk about this indulgence uh, yeah. we have, the True Blue Mando cast. So, we've got that. We've got the Riff of Mortal Kombat to talk about but first we have to talk about this very very long awaited long teased release that we finally got that's a little bit different uh it's a wonderful life now i would like to take us back to uh the previous podcast where i said like hey guys we need to do uh, riff tracks because me, Dave, just telling riff tracks what they need to do because I'm a jerk and I do that. I said, riff tracks, you, you, you just need to shut up and do It's a Wonderful Life. There's no reason not to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And the day like after we released that podcast, they get on their little Patreon Zoom meeting that they have there. And then that's it. They're going to do It's a Wonderful Life. Now, uh, <laughs> clearly, yeah, it, it, it has been a long time coming and I'm not trying to take credit for it because that would just be, I only play at being an a-hole. I'm not really an a-hole. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a long con, but, um, yeah, this, uh, playing the long game. Folks. Yeah, that, that's right. This kind of like, uh, Rift Track played the long game with, uh, it's a wonderful life. Now I had always thought that just like just uh, yeah. j- just do the MP3, you know who gives a shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, they uh, they spoiled us, Jeremy. They spoiled us with uh, yeah with, with 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 the VOD. Yeah. That's amazing. Now this had been what teased as a Kickstarter reward yeah. since they started doing yeah, yeah. orders, I think. Oh yeah. It's like every year long, they long were time. like, if we get to this much, we're gonna do it's a wonderful life. And they just finally decided, you know what, we just need to actually do it. It's been long enough. We need to actually do it. And first things first, I need to say this. I've never seen this movie. What? Before. Not even when you were a kid trying to fall asleep? No. I had never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Now, I, I know that may be a shocker to some people, but um, like like Dave, but yeah, just and it's not out of a lack of wanting to see it. 
I just literally never got around to watching it. Well, hey, look, man, um, don't feel bad. There's lots of movies I haven't seen. <laughs> lots and lots. Like, 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 if I told you the list of movies I haven't seen, I don't think you would believe half of them. Like, I'll tell you what, I, I haven't seen Alien. I haven't seen any Terminator movie. So... Wait, wait what? None of them? No, none of them. I haven't seen any Terminator movie ever. Huh. Um, I, I haven't seen uh, throw out a like like a popular scary movie from from the eighties or like before, like and uh, critters. What's that? Critters? I don't think critters. so. Oh. Or like some kind of like pop cultural, so, some kind of big pop culture thing. The uh, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Haven't seen it. Same here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so when they announced the, the movie, at first, I wasn't sure, you know, if they were doing a VOD or an MP3 because they were talking about uh, not doing certain parts of the movie. Yeah, like, I assumed it was going to be MP3. Yeah. And... They were talking about how Paramount had copyrighted part of the movie. Like, they bought the rights to the original story. So, mm-hmm. there was, like, a 40-minute chunk that they had to remove from the movie. Now, don't worry. The movie is still, what, an hour and 47 minutes long? Yeah, it's long? way longer. So like it's they, super long movie. They said it was a short... I thought it was a shorter version. I thought it was going to be a shorter version. Like, these South African movies that they license is like, like short, <laughs> like, like, like an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, I thought it was going to be like that. But no, it's still like an hour and 45 minutes, which is really long for a VOD. <laughs> And they actually had to um, change the title of the release. Really? Because of I didn't this. know this. And, and I'll, it's, well, okay. It was originally just released as It's a Wonderful Life. Now it's It's a Wonderful Life special Rift Tracks edit. And the reason they did that is because in the description, they put in here the whole thing about the copyrighted stuff that they had to cut out. Uh, let's see. This Rift Track special edit features most of the original movie, but not all of the original movie. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life was in the public domain for decades, then back out again. It's a complicated history. The main copyrighted stuff Ow. comes down to one material from the short story, The Greatest Gift, that part of the film was based on, and two, some of the musical rights for background songs. Okay. Uh, so they cut they cut out those parts. And it just says, which still leaves quite a bit, as it turns out, one hour and 46 minutes worth. You may not notice any difference unless you're a big fan of depressing Pottersville. And it turns out there's more than one way for Clarence the Angel and his weird old lady underwear to help George Bailey have a wonderful life. So people weren't reading that description. And they I didn't complain that the movie was edited and parts were missing from it. What? Where? All over on on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, that one guy that always complains when they edit stuff was complaining. Again, okay, obviously. I'm going to um, tell you why I didn't know this. Like I why why I didn't know that people were complaining about it is that I have removed myself from all of that. Like. <laughs> um, 
long story short, I don't want to get into it. Um, since becoming somebody who produced content that was associated with the fandom, um, and after all that nonsense with uh, Jimmy Noodles, Google it. Um, you know, I kind of forgot what it was like, just like, like just to be a fan. And like, you know, I, I kind of want like the last couple of years, I just kind of wanted to get back to that. So I kind of like have removed myself from the fandom element. This is really like the most I do as a member of this fandom that we're a part of anymore. Um, so seeing people complain about that, it just, I, or like even hearing about it, like, it's like, yep, I made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. I mean, none of us, none of us are surprised that this is happening because, you know, people don't read stuff. They just see something and then they, they jump in and then they're like, oh, well, this isn't what it, what I thought it was. The same thing happens on, uh, the Amazon prime stuff for riff tracks releases. People see the movie and they ignore that it says riff tracks and they start watching it. And they're like, why are these people talking over the movie? Oh my God, dude. I had, I told the story to Eric and this is very relevant. So don't edit this out. Uh, it was the, uh, it was the crawl live show in 2018. Uh, and, um, I think that was like, the last or like it, or it was the first live show where I wasn't like, I, I hadn't contributed something to the digital goodies. So it's just kind of like, well, I'm just a member of the audience again. Right. So fine, whatever. And um, I remember going in and sitting down and the theater was just packed, like packed. It's like, Oh my God, I have never seen this theater sold out for riff tracks live. This is insane. This is insanity. Like, what the hell is going on here? I mean, it was good, but like some people thought or a lot of people thought that it was a screening for Kroll straight. Like, like no riff. It was like vanilla Kroll. Okay. And like, that's what sold the theater out. And I remember sitting in the, I remember sitting like the people behind me got like, you know, in the back. I just remember hearing one woman be like, are they going to talk through the whole thing? And I was just like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, oh, I wish I I, I wish I had taken I wish I had noticed if they had like walked out, but it doesn't matter. But that's it's I, I just remember I told I told Eric Peterson that the next day and he was he. He sounded delighted to hear that. <laughs> I just like how does how does that word become invisible to people? Like, well, riff tracks. Like you, you can, it shows it right in the thing that it says riff tracks. This movie, like it's before the title. Yeah, it, like riff tracks. Uh, live, anyway, scroll. anyway, yeah. we're getting out. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We're we're getting we're getting off topic. It's a Wonderful Life follows the story of uh, George Bailey. Uh, who, and, you know, let's let's be honest. This movie is kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, it um, like the very first well, part I mean, of it is uh, his boss 
like his son dies from the flu or something. Oh god. Oh, no. Oh, like, yeah, Mr. Like Gower. Thing we yeah, in the movie. Like Well, no, 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 no. The first thing that happens, you're getting it all wrong, Jeremy. Jeremy Pluta, <laughs> pvandawesome.com. You're getting it all wrong. The first thing that happens is is that he saves his brother, but his ear gets frozen off, so he can't go into the war. That's right. I forgot about that. He couldn't. And uh, that happened in the year 1919. You hear that and you're like, oh my God. Uh, Okay. So pretty much one of the first things we get is Mm -hmm. his, his boss at the store, his son died. But I mean, even starting with that, starting with his brother, almost drowning in a icy lake. So wonderful. That's such a wonderful life. Yeah. And then, and then, then the druggist smacks the shit out of him, and he starts bleeding out of his ears. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. <laughs> Just oh, like pa, pa, like oh my god, you could not do that today. Yeah. <laughs> hitting child, hitting children is so funny. Like okay, so like like Dave said, uh, George was not able to uh, enlist during World War II because of his deaf ear. His brother uh, became a Navy pilot, ended up uh, getting a Medal of Honor during the war because he shot down a kamikaze plane or something. Well, you see, he was and... just a war hero. He 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 actually got to he actually got to leave Bedford Falls and go pursue his dream and see the world. Me, I have to stay here and and do the buildings and loans. You know, it's uh. It, it it puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I do a Jimmy. good George Bailey or not, but you know, <laughs> it's better than what I could even attempt to do. So they, uh, we this this whole thing is some angels, and they're talking about they're giving the history of George Bailey. Yeah, up there in like their um, their galaxies. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're like heavenly they kinda, bodies. It's so weird. It kinda reminds me of uh when they run into God in Star Trek or uh even Futurama. when Bender met God in Futurama, yeah. yeah. It was it was very similar to this. That sounds but that's actually like the big part of the movie that was actually cut out is after George Bailey's like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself <laughs> and that wasn't bad. Then Clarence comes down to show him uh, what would have happened if he never would have existed. Mm-hmm. And like that's the that's the only part of the movie that I'm familiar with because not because I've seen it, but because it's been it's been referenced in other shows and other movies. Either uh, they've done their own spin on it, or it's been on the TV, like some other characters watching it. Or like uh, the part at the end, uh, every time a bell rings, an angel, angel gets, gets its wings. And they've named their uh, and they've named their child something incredibly stupid. Zuzu. Yeah. Like what? Like why would you name your kid Zuzu? I am Pazuzu. <laughs> Isn't that the demon from The Exorcist? <laughs> I am Pazuzu. No, that's just I. Yeah, Pazuzu. The actually, I didn't even. I totally forgot about that. That should be the uh, title of the episode. I am Pazuzu. 
I am Pazuzu. People would really wonder what the crap we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, unless unless you've been living under in a cave with no TV or internet or any electricity, you're you're at least going to be somewhat familiar with the story for this movie. Yeah, a guy a guy has a a life that really is not that that great, but apparently it was like okay, all your suffering enabled other people to actually like have good things happen to them, and all you get is this run out. I mean, but hey, at least you get to be married to Donna Reed. And yeah. you got to steal a robe after you guys got pushed into a pool at a high school. What the hell was he doing at that party, by the way? I got to ask. I I got to agree that, there, that, that he had no business being at that high school dance. None whatsoever. No, no none whatsoever. Okay, you remember. Okay, this was a thing that happened when I was in high school is that you had uh, – uh, you had uh, girls um, really wanting to be above their station, right? As high school girls, and would ask like uh, boys who had graduated and gone off to college to come back and uh, take them to their high school dance or to their prom or something like yeah. that. And you'd see well, them. I'm and, with a college boy. Yeah, like oh yeah, okay. You okay now? That's 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 fine. Like you think that's cool when you're in high school and you see it happen, but like, okay, after you've graduated and left, like, how does that feel? That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. Like, um, like, okay, maybe if it was like somebody who graduated maybe like the year before, I could, you know, I could see that and have it being like not so weird, but still kind of weird. Especially not if you're like, like many several years removed from it and you go back (laughs) to this to like the prom, like, no, no. Yeah, no. Like it's so it's so weird too. Just they're like what were they having like a competition out of it or something? I don't remember. And like like he shows like up team- and it's just like it's just like oh oh this happens all the time. George is here. I don't remember if that was part of the movie or if that was part of the riff. <laughs> I don't but, think uh, I don't think it matters yeah, at this point. They're dancing and you know they're not great. And then of course his brother decides to open the floor. Okay. Uh, reveal the pool <laughs> under the floor. The pool under the floor thing. I remember seeing this when I was a kid. I remember thinking, oh, well, all high schools probably have that. I don't know any better. I'm a stupid kid. Uh, and then, like, I find out that that's like, no, no, that's an incredibly bad and terrible idea. Like, how would that even work? You would have to tear up the gym for months in order to, 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 to make that happen. And... Why in God's name do the students have the keys to this? It just seems like a recipe for disaster if you if you could do yeah. that. Like like okay, let's say you're losing the, the high school basketball game. <laughs> what do you do? Open the floor. You go and you just open the floor and everybody falls in the pool. Try and drown the opposing team. Yeah, well, uh, okay. What if like it 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 it, it just it seems it I mean like 
and okay, they say that they had the the pool installed right before the dance, and it, it immediately backfires. Like, well, this was yeah. a bad idea, and the principal is like, "Oh no, oh no!" Like, well, here I go. This is appropriate behavior. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was that was weird. Very weird. Yeah, Just it was a weird. Strange. A strange idea. So anyway, so uh, something happens. He tries to go to college, but something stops him. Oh, that! Oh, his dad dies. That's right. His dad dies because he goes like he's um he uh <laughs> I'm remembering the movie. He uh like he's taking Donna Reed home, and uh, like she loses her robe uh, somehow. I don't remember how. Yeah, and she she's like hi- she's hiding he's in these thorny bushes, right? Now I remember seeing yeah. this. I remember seeing this this scene when I was a kid. I remember thinking, "Well, uh, that's kind of funny, right?" And now I'm just like, "This is horrible." What he's doing, you know, like, like I'm 40, I, I'm really 40 now. My birthday was like five days ago. So I'm really 40 now. Um, that, that also should be the title of the episode. Uh, Dave is 40 now. Um, <laughs> but uh, seeing that, seeing it as a 40 year old, seeing somebody who is um, uh, like in their 20s. Uh, withholding a robe from a girl in uh, thorny bushes who is naked. Um, just like, oh well, this is such a such a peculiar situation. See, right, and uh, be like, and then Donna Reed says, "Oh, I'm going to scream for the police." And Jimmy Stewart says, "Oh, well, no, they'd be on my their way across town, and they'd be on my side." And I'm like, "No, they wouldn't." Yeah. They'd be on my side. No, they wouldn't. You would. You would go to jail. <laughs> get, get like, like. Okay, so like, what's the end game here, George? Like, are, uh, you're gonna wait for the seventeen-year-old well, girl to who is also clearly like thirty, but whatever, um, to come out and she's naked. Okay, then what? Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 think too much about it, guys. Uh, but while he's standing there holding the robe, uh, someone pulls up in a car, and they're just like, "Hey, your dad just had a stroke." Yeah, and then <laughs> How he like, leaves. like oh, I gotta go. So he takes over uh, the business, Bailey Brothers Building and Loan. He takes over uh, the savings and loan. See, uh, Mister Potter. Well, 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 well. I'll tell you something, Mister Potter. People here are are sick of you and having. To have you lend them money so that they can get their homes and pay you back at a reasonable fee. Harry Potter. I, I, Henry Potter. Harry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Avada Kedavra. <laughs> That's what I'd like to you if I was a wizard. I, I, I would, I would Avada Kedavra you right now, Mister Potter. That I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, this, it, it's. It's. I'm so glad that we finally got this. As yeah, a yeah, same. Um, I think I would have had problems sitting through this movie, Vanilla. <laughs> Honestly, it is a. Time, um, I, know I know it's a classic, and it's supposed to be really good. It's a slog, but it's a slog. It's slow. Even with the riffs, I was having problems trying to stay awake. Right during it, but <laughs> it was very funny. Yes, I um and everybody 
does a really good Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, everyone does. Okay, for those of you who aren't patrons, you should go be patrons at the uh, Rift Tracks uh, Patreon as well. Patreon.com backslash Rift Tracks. Um, because they did a Zoom call, um, and they everyone did, including Sean and Connor, or Con and Shauner, as we say here yes. on the True Blue Riftcast. Um, they all did these really great Jimmy Stewart's impression, and they answered all of Jeremy's questions, too. Uh, that that was a thing. That's because I'm the number one Rift Tracks fan. Yeah, I, I suppose I suppose you are. He's relenting, folks. He's relenting. You know how I said <laughs> that I was very upset. Like, like, like. So it's not genuine. Okay, I'm being Mister Sarcastic. Not relenting anything. Uh-huh. I have to explain I don't everything. Care. I'll take it. Got to explain myself here on the True Blue Riftcast. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, definitely check this one out, guys. It's yeah, yeah. They all do really good. Movie and it's a classic riff. Like immediately, it's an instant classic. I think we do have to talk about uh, if anybody wants to do go check out that Zoom call from the uh, Rift Tracks Patreon. It's worth it just to hear Kevin do um, the Jim Dalen line as uh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, Somebody did a drill tweet, which was amazing. I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, there, there's plenty of people who do, and they'll they'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, we got some some outstanding Jimmy Stewart impressions on there. Uh, we even got them to drop a uh, Magneto Cerebro. Magneto Cerebro. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun. They they do that from time to time on there where they they do these uh, Zoom calls and that's worth it just in and of itself right there because you, you get some direct interaction with usually Mike, Kevin, and Bill, Con and Sean, or sometimes some other people. Hmm. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash tracks. Not for us, for them. Uh but they did say uh, one one last thing about it's a wonderful life. They did say that they are still talking about doing an MP3 release for the full version of the movie. Really? Yes. So we'll we see have if this that thing. Why do we need that? They they are still discussing it. Well, because people want the full thing. They want the whole movie, and I get that. You know. So it would be neat if they did it. Uh, but speaking of MP3 releases, Dave. Yeah. They did one of your all-time favorite movies. This is correct. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Welcome back from the edit, everybody. I swear to God, if you don't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I will. It'll okay. All worry. right. You can leave this in where I tell you, swear to God, don't edit that. That's funny. But what just happened? Not funny. Uh, so Mortal Kombat was a stretch goal for the uh, 2020 uh, Rift Tracks live season, which is now going to be the Rift Tracks 2021 live season. <laughs> but um, yeah, but it's it's cool. It's like I I like to consider it a companion piece, if you will, to Street Fighter, which we got in 2019. Uh, uh, yes, but um, as to Jeremy's point. Nicely. 
as to Jeremy's point, as it being one of my favorite movies of all time, I have six all-time favorite movies. Uh, they are Thor Ragnarok, The Ten Commandments, uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. That is the best Star Wars movie. I will fight you on the internet, not in real life. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future, uh, Clue, and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> can't even remember my own list. Mike Ernest Klein over here just listing off all my favorite movies. <laughs> Anyway, those are my top six, right? And um, I love Mortal Kombat. Like, I saw it when I was 14, and that probably contributes to... I mean, I'm a huge, huge Mortal Kombat fan of the video games. Uh, it was yeah. very uh, formative to me in my, in my teenage years, being a member of the class of 1999. Um, and seeing it on the big screen was just mind-blowing, like... Psh! Right. So just like all my 90s teenager, it, it just had everything you could love being a teenager in the year 1995. OK. And, and, and more I, importantly, and, it's a better movie than Street Fighter. Uh, yeah, it, it is. Of the two movies, Mortal Kombat is better. But I also do love Street Fighter. Uh, unironically, I, I think it's. I think it's a great, great comedy. I know, I know you and I disagree on this, but uh, Street Fighter is a fantastic, like comedy. I remember watching, seeing it for the first time. Someone said you have to watch it as a comedy, and I thought they meant like you know, like uh, so bad it's good kind of thing. But no, it's actually really good and really funny. I, 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 I love Street Fighter. I'll, I'll defend it. I don't have any qualms about doing that. I went into this riff not really knowing what to expect, and I found out, and I, I'm not, not complaining about this, but I found out that um, they at Riff Tracks don't have the same reverence for the Mortal Kombat movie that I do. <laughs> they sure don't. No, it, no it's fine. It's, it's all fine and a good fun. Uh, I yeah. really did like this riff just because I think that I've always believed that when you add riff tracks to a movie, the movie becomes a different experience. And 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 that's what this was. And I'm 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 really glad that uh one of my top movies, I mean the Force Awakens has been riffed for a while now, but um that I got to experience this with riff tracks. It kind of this and the previous movie that we just talked about, it's a, it's a wonderful life. Uh, I, I, I get really like it. It made me happy that we're we kind of got that bit of riff tracks back. We got a big quote unquote blockbuster, something to like like a movie that we all kind of know about, and run a, yeah. a riff tracks like like right along it. I mean, that was just just fun and all that great big energy of these big movies, and you know, we get to watch it with Mike, Kevin, and Bill cracking cracking alongside it, and we get the older type of movie from It's a Wonderful Life uh, in VOD form. To me, it like, it's like, oh, this is great. This is what Rift Tracks was a while ago. Um, like, cause like, just like, you know, I've talked about it a lot. Just like the last few years, it's just been like nothing but me movies. And like, you know, yeah. after a while, you feel like you've kind of seen all the kinds of B movies there are. Um, so <laughs> it's, 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 it's really nice and refreshing just kind of like get back to like this, right? I was like, oh, here's a here's a, here's a great movie, 
uh, from the 90s that they're making fun of. Oh, and now here's uh, a movie from like 100 damn years ago that we get to that everyone knows that, you know, that we're uh, I, I, just, I just feel like particularly with It's a Wonderful Life. I think that that's like a very important addition to the Rift Tracks canon. Uh, and uh, yeah. like I said before we started our discussion, I feel like It's a Wonderful Life in particular. I mean, both I mean, they're both very important uh, entries, but I think It's a Wonderful Life in particular um is 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 important in that they've talked about doing it for such a long time and it was such a big it's such a big part of our pop culture and now it's a part of the rift tracks canon uh i feel like a piece of like a missing piece of rift tracks has been filled you know what i'm saying and it's like it should have been yep. there kind of like the whole time you know yeah. so now it's, it's like there's like ah oh, what a great thing. So so let's talk a little bit about uh, Enter the Dragon. I mean Mortal Kombat. Oh, well, with that. <laughs> I'm, going on, I'm going on record as saying that Mortal Kombat is a fantastic movie. Yeah, you know what? I I enjoy the movie for what it is. It's not, you know. Now, it's now not it's Shakespeare, not, uh, for God's sake, but it's a great movie. It's not the sequel. <clears throat> yeah, let's not talk about, oh, God. No, 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 no. No, no, I don't even want to see that as the Rift Tracks. That movie is, that movie is literally my least favorite movie of all time. Like it, which is such an amazing like contrast between the the first movie and the sequel. It angers like, me. It angers me to think about the sequel. It made me feel stupid for liking the first movie. Uh, now there are some some very good things that actually hold up in Mortal Kombat. First and foremost. The fight, the fight, the fight choreography. Yeah, the fight choreography is, is amazing. Very good. Yeah, as opposed to the uh, the digital effects. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I know it was uh, you know early nineties, mid nineties that this yeah, came out. But yeah, they uh, reptile in particular. Well, I, also story wise, reptile just comes out of terrible. nowhere. It, yeah, it really does oh, look yeah. like it really does look like some Unreal Engine nonsense happening there like, oh my god at least it's not on the same level as uh uve ball's house of the dead but i've never even seen that they they literally took stuff from the game and used it in the movie hmm. like actual graphics from the game as far as zombies and stuff it's so bad uh uh, but you know this this movie. The good thing about this is they uh, they actually used some of the elements from the movie to influence things in the games. Oh yes, um, after uh... <laughs> welcome back from the edit. Uh, yes, yes, uh, I know who the Mortal Kombat characters are, but um, <laughs> the wonderful Trevor Goddard and his his performance as as Kano. Kano was originally intended to be a uh, an american character an american criminal and uh trevor goddard who is australian came on set and be like eh, i'm gonna make him australian and the performance was so memorable that um they made kano canonically australian in in in, in the games and that doesn't really manifest itself so much until you get to mortal kombat 9 uh yeah. released in 2011 which uh, I'm going to go ahead and plant my flag 
the best Mortal Kombat game, maybe the best fighting game that there is. Um, and in the story mode, which is essentially like this long three-hour movie that you that that you play through, um, the uh, voice actor because they couldn't get Trevor Goddard because unfortunately he has he has passed. I believe he passed in two thousand three. Um, uh, they got him to do just like just like this dead-on impression of Trevor Goddard's performance. In the video games, like I think in in the last three games in MK9, MK10, and MK11, yeah, but, uh, yes, but it definitely had an influence going forward. Oh, definitely. And uh, they also started using uh, uh, Shang Tsung's line, "Your soul is mine." Your soul is mine. See now, this that also stands true for Shang Tsung because. In MK11, they actually brought back the actor. Uh, I'm not going to even try to pronounce his name because, you know, I'm uncultured. <laughs> but I know his first name's Carrie. Yeah. So they got that actor who was fantastic. Uh, and they uh, modeled Shang Tsung after him in MK11 and got him to come back and play the voice. And it's such a trip to see that. So, you know, it's. Um, yeah. You know, when they announced that, I was like, wait a second. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. That's the guy from the movie. Yeah. People love this movie. I mean, I, I know you can tell, like, I, I love this movie. This is too bad the sequel was just such a rotting pile of garbage. <laughs> and just, like, wrecked. It was a f- I just essentially, festering. Yeah, just essentially destroyed the, the Mortal Kombat franchise for five years. It did, like, like, like that movie literally... Uh, spoiled people, not spoiled people. Uh, it it um it poisoned people against Mortal Kombat for a little bit, and then when Mortal Kombat came to consoles in two thousand two with Deadly Alliance, that was really five years later. That was really when the franchise kind of got back on its feet. But um, yeah, uh, speaking of characters from from the movie that they put in the game, uh, they actually put. Uh, Lyndon Ashby's Johnny Cage in the game. When did they do as that? A premium skin. Really? When did this happen? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking to see if there's like an actual. Is this with MK11? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it had to. I do don't know. With, I don't get uh, all those. I mean, one my... of the costume packs. Or whatever, but... Oh, I don't get the costume packs. I don't need that. I'm like, you know, like they already got my fifty nine ninety five once. <laughs> Like, but it's still fin- cool. Yeah, like, finish the game, DLCs. So how about the riffs, Dave? The riffs were fantastic. Did you have any in particular that, uh, that stood out to you, other than you know just the general fact of them pointing out you know that the movie's not that great? That that oh, <laughs> that, that that's did. really what stood out to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining about it, but the whole time I was just like, damn, they really don't like this movie. Like he sent me a message talking about how. Uh, how much they didn't like Yeah, they it. really don't. I uh, you know. Uh I, I I again, not complaining about it because it is a really good funny riff, but just like I was like, damn, they really don't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you remember when our parents died? I didn't realize how kind of like dumb that 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 line was until they they pointed it out how dumb it was. But I was just like, well, I mean 
But, you know, but then I just started to defend the movie a little bit. Well, you see, that's not really his brother. That's like, that's he's, it's Shang Tsung. He's a demon. He's trying to be like, but then like, Dave, Dave, they're right. They're right. It's okay. It's a dumb line. It's okay. It's all right, man. It's okay. Oh, be like, man. And I was just like, I'm trying to defend the movie against the riff tracks, but not like, but not like in an angry way, but just like, just like trying to convince them like of the genius of, of like, no, no, no. It's not like that. It's like this, you, you know, just be like, just like try to be like this movie's biggest, like pleading fanboy to riff tracks. And I can just hear, I could just hear Mike, Mike, Mike and Connor just like patting me on the shoulder. Like Dave, Dave, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. You should really just relax. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's just jokes. Don't uh, worry about it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing of note is that this release made four Just the Jokes MP3 releases from Rift Tracks this year. Nice. That's a pretty That's decent That's got to be one. a record. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. Um, I'm, I'm glad we got more MP3 releases. Uh, I do enjoy being able to watch those, you know, like my family can be watching a movie uh, and I'll turn on the app and I'll put like one of my earbuds in and I'll try not to laugh too loud to ruin their enjoyment of the movie just by itself while I'm sitting here watching Endgame and laughing my butt off. Yeah. Like the, the only way I could get my uh, family to, um, watch riff tracks is to uh take them to live shows but they haven't been to a live show since like 2015 um and uh like like some people in my family are like way into harry potter and the only way i could get into harry potter was through the riff tracks now i know more about harry (laughs) potter than i thought i would like 10 years ago but um i mean but it's um they don't like it when <laughs> they don't like it when I make fun of Harry Potter. So I'll just I'll just like put like like I'll do what you do and I'll like put the earbuds in for like uh uh number four uh the uh one with the dragon and where they kill Cedric Diggory. What the hell is that one called? Uh, uh Goblet of Fire. Yeah, the Goblet of Fire, yeah. That's a great underrated one, everybody. Go get that. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, I, I think all the movies are up on like HBO Max or something right now if you don't have them. Uh, same with Twilight. All the Twilights are up on Amazon Prime and Hulu. So if you want to watch those, which you definitely should, if you've never seen them, go spend, what is it, $3 on the Yeah, on the yeah three or four $4, yeah. And, Twilight's uh, kind of making a comeback a little bit. streaming service that you already have. Twilight's making a little bit of a comeback here in the year 2020, what with the all the Midnight Suns. Ugh. Yeah, the 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 story of Twilight, but from Edward's point of view. Apparently it's like twice that. as long. Yeah, that was another one that they did on the 372 Pages podcast. You did it to yourself. <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> There's no way I was going to read that one. Um, but yeah. So that's, that's about all we have for Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Before we move on to the True Blue Mando cast, uh, I want to mention that uh, our next episode will be our end of the year best of 2020 spectacular. And on January 1st, I will be posting 
a poll uh, that consists of every short, every Rift Tracks presents VOD, and every regular Rift Tracks VOD and the MP3 releases for you to go vote on your top three favorites. Uh, so make sure you're watching social media for that at TB Riftcast on Twitter, and we'll be posting it on the uh, the Rift Tracks group on Facebook as well, because we want your opinions on this too. We don't want to be the only voices heard all the time on this thing. Uh, and I'm, I might have a couple of special surprises for that episode as well. Ooh. But until then, it's time to talk about the Mandalorian. Right out of the gate, spoilers. If you haven't watched the season finale, do not listen to this. Shut this if, down if now. Now, I know on Twitter, I okay, I know this will come as a galloping shock to everybody listening to this podcast, okay? But Star Wars fans are dicks, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, but before we get into this, let's just let's we'll say goodbyes to you now for people who are leaving us. Yeah. Thanks oh. for listening. We'll see you guys uh, with our end of the year spectacular in a couple weeks. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you then. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now we can talk about Mandalorian. Is that why? Is that why we're doing this last? Because people yes, just that's kinda, why we're doing this because people just kind of like noped out from the first hour of the last podcast. Uh, we want to make sure we're not spoiling things for people because some people, like I know people that I work with, uh, were waiting for the whole season to be done so they could just sit down and and binge all of the episodes like a normal once. person, like a normal TV show normal since like two thousand five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which would have been way more interesting yeah. to sit down and binge this. But, all right, so the the, the second to last episode. Uh, you know what, Dave? Finish talking about people on Twitter first. Finish talking okay, about yeah. Star Wars fans are dicks, okay? There is a big, there's a big thing coming to the, at, at the very end of, uh, of, of the last episode, okay? That okay, I don't I don't care who you are. You did not see it coming. You couldn't no. have. It's impossible. It's impossible to see what was coming have have come. It's 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 ridiculous, stupid on its face. Don't say that to me because I'm gonna call you a liar. All right. You didn't <laughs> see it coming. All right. When like it came out that day. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell this story, Jeremy. Is that you sent me a, a message saying, "Oh my gosh, the Mandalorian season finale!" Right? And I was like, "What about it?" He's like, "This is so good." And I was like, "Okay, I'll watch it in like an hour." That was like at nine in the morning, right? Because we both work <laughs> nights and we can do that. Yeah. Um. Like, like, all right, whatever. So I'm and I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, okay, well, okay, it's not bad. It's like you know, it's it's good. It's exciting, but. You know, and then like, you know, a big thing happens and I was like, oh, my gosh. Right. So that was that was like, <laughs> yeah. OK, OK. It was it was because before I was like, well, Jeremy's excitement really was. I mean, it's good. It wasn't like as good as last year's finale, but, you know, it's it's all right. I don't, I don't know if Jeremy's enthu- great enthusiasm was really all that warranted unless he's just very easily impressed. <laughs> You know, but no, uh, it's the last couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the last like it's the last few minutes that just like, mwah, the way they did it. But um, yes. Star Wars fans saw this, 
And it was early, early, right? And they were already spoiling it for everybody. Like, they just, like, were putting just, like, the big thing. It's like, why is this thing trending on Twitter? Like, oh, that's why. Thanks for nothing. You know? But, uh, yeah. uh, so that's why we're putting a big spoiler alert in front of all this. Yeah, so if you somehow haven't gotten spoiled yet, good good for you and, and bye. Uh, <laughs> but the the previous episode, the penultimate episode of the season. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. We, we, re- we got to talk about, because we got to talk about the last three episodes. The last three episodes? Yeah, we got, we, 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 we got to talk about the one where they pick up Baby Yoda from the planet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We didn't get to that yeah, one. Yeah, we didn't did get we? to that one, yeah. Okay, so after after Mando uh, met with Ahsoka Tano, Ahsoka Tano, who's getting her own that, show that now. Yes, uh, they. She told him to go to this planet. I forget the name of it. There's ruins of a Jedi temple. Stick Grogu up on the rock. Yeah, up on the Sorting Hat Rock. Yeah. He will reach out, and if any other Jedi are nearby, yeah, if any of the other near uh, Jedi are nearby, they'll swing by and they'll pick him up. So. While uh, Mando is there, he had to go away from his ship uh, because he couldn't land near the near the thing. So they flew in with jetpack, and he he sat him down on the rock, and he's just like, "All right, kid, uh, do your thing. Whatever you need to do." Yeah. And it wasn't doing anything yet. for a second. And he like he's no, and he's looking around trying to see if there's like a switch to activate it or something. And all of a sudden, you hear a ship flying in. And it's Slave One. Slave One. And it's Slave One. Any so Star Wars know. fan worth their yeah, salt is going to recognize this thing as Slave One. And it's just like, well, there's only one person who could be on that. Yes. And as it turns out, we had our first full appearance from Boba Fett. From Boba Fett, which Boba I did Fett. not see coming, right? Now, you would think that this was going to be the big... Like the one big coup, like the one big major thing that they got from the original trilogy for like the entire series, right? Sure. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Because Boba Fett really is like, you know, the show itself is about the legacy of Boba Fett, really. Yeah. It's the Boba Fett show. Yeah. So uh, Boba Fett shows up and uh, he's got uh, Mulan with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was who was in the the first season, and she got shot and was left for dead. And oh, then, you know we had oh. the feet walk up to her, and that was Boba Fett. But there's also a there's also a Rift Tracks connection to this. Did you know that? No. Rift Tracks. The Rift Tracks connection is the actress who plays Mulan also played Chun Li in. Oh, that's right. Street Fighter. Yes. That is that is right. And she has not aged a day. No, she's that's insane. She's fifty-seven, and she is smoking hot. If I might say so, it's crazy. She is crazy hot. Anyway, and like I, I say that like like she's so hot that I have to say she's hot, and it angers me that I have to admit that she (laughs) that she is as hot as she is. Like I am very attracted to this woman. <laughs> uh, Boba Fett is there because he wants his armor back from Din Djarin. 
And he's like, no can yeah. do. Yeah, he's like, wait a second. You're not Mandalorian. You don't get this armor back. And then we get another ship coming in. And it's a, and, and it's, it's the Empire. And it's literally a clown car full of stormtroopers. Because, I'm sorry, that ship didn't look big enough to have that many stormtroopers in it. At least to me. I don't know if it was just just looked weird from the angle it was mm-hmm. or whatever, but they had to really have been packed in there like sardines, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter because they all uh, died. They just get slaughtered. Right. They they all get completely smoked. Uh, and basically, Bulba Fett's like, you know, you give me my armor back and I'll help you protect the child. And they start killing all these stormtroopers. Uh, Mando goes back up to where uh, Grogu is because he's trying to, to get him off the rock. But there's like this there's uh, weird force field around him. Force can't shielding get to him. around him. Yep. And he like can't push through it. Like it's flinging him back like through the air. And uh, then another ship comes down full of stormtroopers. So he runs down to help Boba Fett and uh, Mulan. And then right after he leaves, the shielding goes down and baby Yoda passes out. And then he goes down just in time to save them from the other stormtroopers. But then Moff Gideon up in his cruiser uh, activates the dark troopers. Right. Who are now uh, droids. Yeah. Instead of, People yeah, they're mecha troopers, yeah. Yeah, they're basically Iron Man. And they fly down. And they're just, like, unstoppable. Yeah. They fly down, grab the baby, and fly off. And Boba Fett's going to shoot him out of the air in Slave 1. But they're like, no, you can't hit the kid. So he's like, all right, I'll just follow him then. And he goes up and he sees the cruiser and he's like, oh, the Empire's back. Yeah, you this can almost good... hear the Imperial March playing. Also, oh, Jeremy, you left out a very important fact. Something that that shocked yes. me. Is that they destroyed the Razor Crest. Yes. The uh, Razor Crest is gone. The the, uh, the cruiser blew up the Razor Crest yes, on the ground. The iconic ship of the show is gone. Also it's gone. His, uh, his obliterated his blaster, his big rifle thing is gone. All he has left is uh, his jetpack and the Beskar steel uh, spear that he got from the previous episode. From oh, and that and that little ball that Baby Yoda was obsessed with. Yes, uh, and we see Baby Yoda up on the ship, and he is just wrecking stormtroopers. Oh, that's right. He's just force. kicking everybody's ass up there. And uh, and then they he finally passes out. They they shock him or stun him or whatever. And, and they put some Isilamari uh, on him. All you EU fans out there will know what I'm talking about. They put the cutest, tiniest handcuffs on him. <laughs> and, uh, Did they uh, make Moff handcuffs Gideon. that big? That just seems kind of like, like that's one of the things I called <laughs> on in this episode. <laughs> so stupid handcuffs. Like, like here, here, little baby. Like, like, what are they? Do they, they have like monkeys on the on the on the thing that they're handcuffing? I don't know. Uh, maybe for Ewoks or something. Who knows? But they, uh, Moff Gideon, kind of taunts him with the dark saber a little bit, and then uh, that's that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. No, it's not the end of the episode. I like. Yeah, he goes back. He uh, talks to Kara, and Kara's like, and I got. Jared gotta... goes back to talk to Kara Dune. 
She's to like, find I'm, out where like, I'm a lawman now, and he's like, "Help me find Bill Burr." And she's like, "That's yeah. against the law." And he's like, "They have the kid." And he's like, "She's like, okay." <laughs> and they, it's funny because our, the previous, our previous episode when we talked about the previous four episodes before that, mm-hmm. we brought up the fact that we were waiting for them to bring him back into the show, mm-hmm. and that the next episode they bring him back into the show. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, he did a great job. And then, yeah, and then the next episode after this, they do actually bring his character back. Uh, they go to the uh, scrap planet that he's on, and it's like the most docile she's, prison. She's next a to marshal. Shawshank. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she takes him, and she's like, "There, you know, Mando's there, and Boba Fett's there with a brand new paint job on his armor." Yeah, they he painted the hell out of that thing. Fresh, and uh, Mulan is there. And they take Bill Burr uh, to this other planet uh, where there's a mining facility because they need to get to the... Uh, they got to do something. They need to get to one of the consoles, one of the Imperial consoles, mm-hmm. so they can find out where Moff Gideon is. And Bill Burr, you know, ex-Imperial, so, you know, he should be able to help him get in. And this is where things kind of start changing with uh, with Din Djarin in the, the fact of uh, taking his helmet off. And I think I brought this up earlier mm-hmm. uh, when we were talking about the earlier episodes that something was going to happen and he was going to start having his helmet off more. A lot more. I was really surprised. Yeah. In, in this episode, um, they're trying to sneak into this mining facility. So they take over one of the transports that's transporting this uh, basically nitroglycerin. Uh, space nitroglycerin through the jungle and they get attacked by these pirates who are trying to blow up these transports Mm -hmm. and they blow up the other two and Mando is wearing one of the transport trooper armors instead of his regular Beskar. So he's up there fighting these guys and he keeps trying to block stuff the way that he normally does and he still blocks it, but it hurts him a little bit because he doesn't have his Beskar steel on. And uh, so he's on top of this transport fighting everybody off they end up uh getting to the to the mine and the stormtroopers come out and protect them the rest of the way in and then we get one of the most uncomfortable scenes ever <laughs> at least for me the show. when they get inside the mining facility and all of the troopers start cheering for them like it just it felt dirty let's see what like, just... I, I know that was the point but uh, like you just... really showed the you really showed those rebel scum. Yeah, so they go in and right away they're like, "All right, let's get to this console and let's get the crap out of here." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, it needs face facial recognition, and I can't go in because this guy in there was one of my commanding officers back in the day." And so Mando's like, "All right, I'll go in," and he walks in and he gets over to the console and he takes the helmet off. I was really surprised that they did that. Now, it does. We do need to mention the little conversation that they were having before they were attacked in the mm-hmm. transport. Because uh, Bill Burr was like, you know, we're all the same. We're all the same. You know, you guys are the same as us. We all have problems. You know, Alderaan. I'm from Alderaan. You're from Mandalore. Neither of those places exist anymore. <laughs> and he's like telling him he's basically telling him you can take the helmet off is it is it 
the same if you have a different helmet on as if you have your Mandalorian helmet on, or are you basically you just have your helmet off now? Like, and he's your he's rules really change to like fit the situation. Yeah, he's kind of like mocking yeah. the premise of the show. Here, like, I'll tell you also what I think. I also think this is kind of like uh, a thing with Pedro Pascal wanting to take his helmet off. <laughs> so like, okay, yeah, I, like, I, like we're I, like, I, like they're working in that like Pedro Pascal can like show his his pudgy middle aged face more. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he takes the helmet off to get his face scanned. And then for the rest of that scene, while they're in there, he has his helmet off and he's not answering the commanding officer. And Bill Bird comes in. He's like, oh, you'll have to forgive him. You know, he, he went a little deaf after being bombed. And uh, so he just acts like he can't hear him for the most part. And then they sit down and they have a drink celebrating uh, them making it to the facility safely with his old commanding officer. I just call him brown and, eyes. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's the, and who, it's only the dumbest the, nickname you can give somebody. Dave? What's that? Who's the commanding officer? I, I don't know. Do you know. remember? No. What else was he in? I'm going to say really dumb Thrones. when you tell me probably. He was in Game of Thrones. Was he? Yeah. Who was he? Game of Thrones. He was the Night King. He's the Night King? Yep. He was the Night King. He's the Night King. That guy. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's okay. He went down like a chump anyway. Just like he went down in this like just like he went down in this show. <laughs> yeah, because he started they started talking about one started of the talking uh, about the old times and about some bombing. One of the old operations. Yeah. Yeah, where they like destroyed an entire city and he's basically okay bill burr i gotta say something about this conversation bill burr clearly his character if you've seen any movie at all anybody talking about that or even just in general he's clearly like like not a fan of what happened there and this other yeah. dude the night king he just be like yes well you gotta you know you can't make an omelet without making eggs or something stupid and tone deaf <laughs> like that like okay this guy's gonna die Bill Burr is going to murder this man. I really thought Bill Burr was going to jump up and like punch him in the face and then they were going to run. No, he blasted him in the chest. Like in front of everyone. Like he just couldn't take it anymore. And he just murked the guy right there. And uh, they had to escape uh, through the window. Yeah. And, and like Bill Burr's like, I never saw your face. I never saw your face. I, that's a terrible Boston accent. But. <laughs> and they, they escaped up to the roof where they were picked up uh, by Slave One. And then Bill Burr like grabbed the sniper rifle away from uh, from Mulan and blew up one of the fuel deposits, and they destroyed the whole mining facility uh, as they were leaving. <laughs> and that earned Bill Burr his freedom. Yes. He was able to uh, just walk away. And they found out where Moff Gideon was. And then Mando sent him a message, be like, "I'm gonna come get. I'm gonna come get my baby." He basically he said the same thing to Moff Gideon that Moff Gideon sent to him in the second to last episode of the first season Mm -hmm. about how you, you, you may have some idea of what it is you have, but it is more value to me, valuable to me than you understand. And I will come and get him back. Uh, Turnabouts there play. Also, before we continue, can we please, uh, when you talk about Mulan, can we please properly refer to that character as Chun-Li? 
I mean, <laughs> I mean sure, like, we can do that. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm about to say because that'd be a deal breaker. If we can't do that, I quit the True Blue Mando cast. Not the True Blue Rift cast, just the True Blue Mando cast. Because I guess, I guess those are different things now. <laughs> so the season finale. Yes. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Now before we start, before we start on this. I gotta say, people are gonna say that this uh, that this episode is the best episode of the series. It's gonna be like best of. I'm gonna say that I disagree. I'm gonna say that last year's season finale, directed by Taika Waititi, is technically a superior episode to this. Okay, just gonna be yes. upfront about that. I will agree with that because the overall episode for the season one finale had more oomph. I think Yeah, had but a lot. This, it was a lot. Yeah. This episode has the best moment. Of yes. The I will say that the qualifier is, is that this does has the, be- the, the best moment and like I, yeah. of, of the series. And I don't think that's disputable. Uh, we could almost just like, uh, blah, 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 everything up to that moment as right now I'd be like, okay, so they, they go to the ship or no, no, wait. So they actually go to another planet, right? They yep. go to another planet first to get, uh, um, and they find Bo-Katan. Yeah. They find Bo-Katan and, uh, and Sasha Banks and their, and their white male companion is just nowhere to be found. He's, he's gone. He probably yeah, he's just be like, I got to go uh, on another but- mission. People don't recognize me. I'm not Katie Sackhoff or or, or, or or Sasha Banks. I'm gonna mess up that whole uh, uh, girl power vibe that this whole episode has going into it. More on that when we get to it. But uh, so they show yeah. up on that planet, uh, and Boba Fett is there with them. Yeah, Boba Fett and, and Chun Li and Mando show up at this place, and and they start oh, Kara, talking Kara's to, there too. to yeah. Yeah, that's right. And they start talking to Bo-Katan, and she's like, you're not Mandalorian. You're a clone. Yeah, they like have like this big... They have like this big racist thing against clones there. It's just like, well, this is yeah. not very cool of you guys. And then then Sasha Banks and, uh, and Boba Fett have a little wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it gets broken up. Yeah. So like, 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 like that was like, I could be like, I, I can, I can kind of sense that like Sasha Banks was like, Hey, I said two words in the previous episode that I was in. A lot of people tuned into this thing. A lot of wrestling fans tuned in to see me and like all my lines were like when you couldn't even see my face. Okay. So like, yeah. can, like, like, let me have a little, let me have a little wrestling match with Boba Fett in this episode and you know, give the wrestling fans kind of what they came here to see. So you know, let me show yeah. off all my sweet wrestling uh, moves. So they, they, they convince them to come along because Gideon's got the dark saber and the child, and we need yeah. your help to get them back. Grow you me. can have the dark saber. I don't care about that. You know, just just help he me really get the kid doesn't. And you can have whatever you want. They have uh, the doctor. Yeah, Kidnapped. yeah, and they have his imperial shuttle. Uh, like, is he a good guy or a bad guy? I really don't get it. Now, okay, I think he's a bad guy, uh, just because of what he's doing and who he works for. Um, yeah, well. but he just he has his own self preservation, you know, 
at first and foremost. Yeah. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. want to die. So he's like, I'll tell you anything you want to know, man. Just don't kill me. Um, but that's how I got spoiled on the reveal for this episode. Uh, one of the pilots for the doctor looked very familiar to my son. And I were like, well, I wonder what he's from. And then like an idiot, I loaded up IMDb. Uh, and I, I got spoiled on the, uh, the moment. Oh, you did? I didn't spoil him, but. Did it show the actor that, that, that they credited? Yep. Sure did. I bet you were like, huh, that's <laughs> weird. Yeah. I was like, why is like, he, why is that person living here? Anyway, anyway, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But they use, they use the Imperial shuttle, uh, to act like they're being chased by slave one, uh, to get inside the cruiser. They basically crash it in through the TIE fighter launch tube, which yeah. oh, that was kind of a good way to do it. And then they basically girl power way, murdering their way to, <laughs> to their goal. Yep. Every storm tro- I have to believe every single person on this, every single person on this ship had to have been murdered by these, by these yeah. women. Yeah, I do. I do believe it's that. Crazy. <laughs> and they put up almost no resistance. Well, they're stormtroopers. I mean, you know. Yeah. What do you What do you expect? <clears throat> Mando has to try and stop the activation of the dark troopers. Yeah. Uh, so that's like his goal on the way to Grogu. Yeah. And, and he basically uh, just shoots them all to he, space. Yeah, he sucks them out the airlock. But he does but, 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 neutralize. But before them. he gets his ass kicked by one, like really bad. Yeah, like real he bad. Like oh my gosh! Spear through the head. Like like it took everything he had. <laughs> yeah, he has the things like punching him into the wall. Like yeah, he was yeah he was getting punched into the wall. It's like these things are unstoppable. Like like they did a really good job of portraying these things. It's just. Completely, totally unstoppable. If like one of those women had encountered these things, they would be dead. They would be dead. Oh, it, definitely, yeah. Like, 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 like these are not like your average stormtroopers. They, they like, you know, they are extremely effective. Even when they get shot out into space, they like circle around and come back. Yeah, because they have jet boots. Yeah, and so they after they took the bridge, um, that the. <clears throat> the women were all, all on the bridge. Yeah. And uh, Mando found Moff Gideon, or Moff Gideon found yeah. Mando after he sucked all the dark troopers onto space. And uh, they fought. Well, 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 well first, Moff, Moff Gideon lies to him, be like, oh, yeah, you can take him. And I got what yeah. I want from and, him. Yeah, I got yeah. what I want. Yeah. Just take and him. Everybody, and everybody and you're with him jerks, to, but whatever. I'll deal with it now, later. Yeah. yeah. But um, so and then he just like attacks him when his back turned and uh, defeats him. Yeah, yeah. He tries to take out Mando. They have a really cool fight because Dark Saber can't cut through the Beskar steel. Beskar, yeah. So Mando actually has the advantage, and he ends up beating him. He disarms him, and and he shows up on the bridge with the child and Moff Gideon and the Dark Saber. Yeah, and he he, he tries to give the Dark Saber to to Katie Sackhoff. Moff Gideon. It's just like, oh, hey, look, you have the dark saber, and she, you know, she wants it, and she's gonna do whatever it takes to get it. And Mando's just like, oh, okay, here you go. I don't want this thing. And there's like, no, the dark saber doesn't hold any power unless there's a story behind how you got it. 
and she has to defeat you in combat. And Mando's just like, okay, I yield. Is that a thing from Rebels, what they're doing? Uh, yes. Okay. Good. Like, yeah. It seems kind of dubious to me, but whatever. Okay, now, before we get into what happens next... Yeah, Mando's just like, you beat me, I yield, take it. And, uh, and they're like, no, that's not how this works. Boba takes off, along with Chun-Li. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Put a pin in that. Yes. And then the Dark Troopers fly back to the ship and they all come and they start trying to break into the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Now, before we get into what happens next, the big moment that we've been, you know, we've been alluding to, um, I just got to say that, uh, this, um, this whole girl power thing that they were doing with, uh, with Sasha Banks, Chun-Li, Cara Dune and, uh, Katie Sackhoff, that was done really, really well. Um, I, I, you know, it, it didn't, bash you over the head with the fact like, oh, we're girls and we're kicking a lot of ass and um, men suck, that kind of thing. They didn't do that. They just had these four characters that they've earned and that they've established and earned their badassery through their actions and just went in there yeah. just like kicked all these stormtroopers' asses. It was done really well and you believe it. Like other TV shows out there could learn from this Star Trek Discovery. Uh, anyway, I just want to I, say I do have one question about that part. Yeah. How does a blaster jam? Because Carrie Dune's big blaster rifle jammed up. I'll tell you how. Shut up. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's how it jabs. You're not supposed to ask those questions. Girl power. All right, so it's just a McGuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes, girl power. Okay. Uh, again, we're not mocking that. We actually no, 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 we're not. We're absolutely not. I'm, I'm praising it. Because in Star Trek Discovery, it's done yeah. so horribly bad. But in this, it's done just, nah. It's it's great because they're, they're, because they're treating these characters as badasses. And they're not trying to, like, cram something that doesn't really fit. You know, they've earned it, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, they've definitely earned it. So they're all trapped on the bridge. Uh, Moff Gideon is like sitting yeah, on like top of the them. blaster. He's, he's, like, he's, he's like on the floor. He, yeah. Like, like they're going to break through, but not really. Yeah. And, uh, and they're, they're pounding through the door. It's starting to get, you know, bend inwards toward them. And all of a sudden, through one of the windows, you see an X Wing. You see one X Wing, and it's just like, and then Cara Dune says, oh, one X-Wing, we're saved. And then Sasha Banks goes over to the uh, communications pad, right? And she's like, X-Wing, identify yourself. And then what I said, and the only reason I said it is because it's so ridiculous. Like, you know, like, it'll never happen. I'd just be like, this is Red 5, I'm coming in, right? Be like, yeah, right, that'll never happen, right? Initially going into this episode, I expected a a you know smaller name jedi like maybe the guy from uh from rebels or something you know comes in and i'm like you know from like what's his name ezra bridges ezra yeah like somebody somebody kind of recognized yeah that was another person another person who watches those shows said that as well that they thought it was going to be Edra Bridges. I'll tell you who I always thought, like when they were saying that the Jedi were going to come in, I just thought that it was going to be like some like lost tribe of the Jedi coming in. Yeah. Right. I, 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 um, 
never for a second thought who was going to be that showed up was ever going to show up. Right. Right. I mean, I guess I already spoiled it. Like I never thought that red five would just like red five. I'm coming in. And I I texted you. Do you remember this? Yes. I'll be like, wait, like, and I'll be like, and then like he lands and it's just one to be like, well, wait, like, but then like, I remember when it was like, Grogu just made that, like that, like little thing, like who I was like, no, wait a second. Like this doesn't make, like okay, so if it's related to Grogu, then it's Jedi. What Jedi's fly X-wing other than Luke Skywalker? Yeah, right. And then I particularly like, wait, there's no way this could be who I think that it, who I think yeah. it might be now, right? And then like, and then they show him fighting like in the black robes. Is like, oh, yep. all right, like you know, like they build up to it is great. And then that moment of no return is like the green lightsaber, right? Yes. It was the green lightsaber. Like, okay, all right. Like, that's when, like, you know, that's like when people just like jump up. Yeah, you see, you see the gloved hand, and so, the other hand is and, not gloved. Yeah, the gloved hand, oh the gloved hand, and the, with the green lightsaber. They did it. The crazy bastards did it. Yeah, and the but, and you see him, and he's kicking, dude. He's kicking so much ass. They're, they're not even a challenge for him. It was very reminiscent of the scene from the end of uh, Rogue One. Where Darth Rogue Vader One. Yeah. That's why, right. well, John Favreau, yeah, John Favreau said that this was inspired by that scene. Yeah, you can definitely tell. That they wanted Luke to go through. Yeah, and that it was like, uh, just like Luke Skywalker being like, in, like you know, the avenging yeah. angel. Like you know, going through and just like just being that badass that Darth Vader was. In yeah. So Rogue he comes Rock. in, he cleans house. So you know, like father, like son. Uh, yeah. He he comes to the bridge and Mandel's like, "Open the doors," and they're like, "What? No." And he's like, "No, we'll just open the and doors." They're like, "No, don't do that." Because and- Grogu's like watching and like in awe. And he's like, "No, just open the doors. It's fine." So he goes over and opens the doors, and in walks Luke Skywalker. It's like a couple things about this. One, you know how we're talking before about the green lightsaber and the the gloved hand. Another thing that did it for me before he took the hood off was his belt buckle. I know it sounds stupid, but it was like the same belt buckle from Jedi. It's just like they nailed like every aspect of it. Except yeah. the face. <laughs> I mean, they still, it was still was pretty good. Yeah. It's close enough. It's good enough for like, okay, we know. And see, and that's the reason why you didn't expect Luke Skywalker to show up in this show because Mark Hamill is like a hundred years old. Right. I mean, we all yeah. saw the last Jedi, you know, whether you liked it or hate it, you <laughs> bastards. Uh, there's no way that uh, you're going to get like a mid thirties Luke Skywalker to come on this show. It's just like not right. really possible because like the audience is not going to accept anybody besides Mark Hamill playing that role. I know there's a lot of people that, well, Sebastian Stan could have done it. Nobody really knows who Sebastian Stan is. Like he's the winter soldier. <laughs> Shut up. People would have noticed. No, who would Sebastian complained. Stan is. Yeah. So like, but, um, so he takes the hood off. And it's this Rogue One effect. Okay, look, it's not really a, it's not really a complaint. Yeah. They did the best they could. It was, it was a great moment. But you take it off, and you're definitely like, oh my, like that was like, 
Like for me, it wasn't like a <gasps> moment because we all already knew that it was Luke Skywalker. I mean, even an idiot does that. But like for me, it's like, okay, are they going to show his face? And they did. And my response was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay. Well, I mean, they did the best they could. And it's and, still great. And Mark Hamill was on set to record his lines. Yeah. And they credited him, which was which was which was awesome. But just like they didn't have him say much because I don't think they wanted to like have to deal with like the, the animating <laughs> the face all that much because they didn't want to expose the weaknesses. They're like, okay, Mark, you're gonna say like fifteen yeah. words in this scene. We're gonna keep it real simple and we're gonna try to keep as much of it from like the like like half of his dialogue is like when yeah. you can't see his mouth. Like go back and it's, watch it. I it's did. still more than he said. And uh, like, Force are you a Jedi? I am. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a uh, uh, but uh, but anyway. So continue with your. I like. I just wanted to get that in there. Like the the CGI was. It was CGI. That's what it was. It was CGI. Yeah, they did the best uh, they could. So Mark Hamill is. Yeah, he Luke Skywalker's talking to Mando about uh, the kid. He's like, he doesn't want to come with me. And Mando's like, it's time to go, dude. Like, this is, he's a Jedi. He's going to train you. Um, and Grogu puts his hand up on the side of the helmet. And then Mando's like, oh, okay. So he took the helmet, off, helmet off and then he picked Grogu back up and let him touch his face. It was a very touching goodbye. It was very well done. And. Then he sets him down, and then R two D two comes out, and it's just like, yeah, R two D. That's weird. Like, why was it? Why was it R two that showed up, and like R two was the reason that they went, that he went. Like, like it was R two that came and like convinced. I wonder him. if R two <laughs> recognized Grogu from when he was at, you know, being trained at, at, on Coruscant. I don't know. It's um, it's possible. So they leave, and uh, Grogu's gone. Yeah, Grogu's presumably out of the show which okay yeah i mean okay so 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 here's the thing like the like the dna of the show now like i don't want to say the dna of the show it's like the story of the show from episode one which was uh the mandu mandu mando baby yoda show like that story is finished his whole goal was take the child to his own kind yeah. Get him to and the he, Jedi. He completed yeah. his mission. Yeah, and that has been fulfilled. Now, this, for all intents and purposes, has been the Baby Yoda show up to this point because, you know, we've talked about this before. Like, oh, yeah. Baby Yoda's so cute, right? So, like, my thing is, like, okay, well, what is this show going to be now? Well, it's still going to be its own thing, despite the after credit scene that we got. Yeah, where, okay. So, okay. Um,. But anyway, well, let's just wrap up the Luke Skywalker moment stuff. Uh, wow. You know, just it was amazing. You know, to, uh, put the stuff uh, about the CGI face stuff aside, you know, f- you know, just like, like, OK, they did what they could do. That aside, it was still Luke freaking you know, Skywalker. Like I've seen, yeah, it was still like yeah, Luke Skywalker showed up. No. no one was expecting him to show up. It was like like people who soured on uh Disney Star Wars after the last Jedi. Like they were like this they they, they all they're all back in the fold now. Like I saw people on Facebook my friends who just flipped <laughs> flipped their shit, right? 
seeing Luke like 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 that's the Luke Skywalker they yeah. wanted, you know. Um, so it's um, and it's kind of like the Luke Skywalker that I think we've all wanted to see for a long time. So it um, like I think that you can't unless they somehow manage to get a Darth Vader cameo in this. Like I don't know, it's impossible to get a bigger Star Wars name onto no. that show after this. So let's let's talk about the uh the last scene in the episode before we uh before we wrap things up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like okay, so you told me that there was a post credit scene, right? And so I'm watching this thing and they hard cut to iconic dual yep. dual sunset, right? And they pan over and it's Jabba's Palace. I'm like, Jabba's Palace? What the hell? Right? So and they go in <laughs> and they have like an obese Bib yeah. Fortuna sitting there in Jabba's party lounge, right? He's and super like, fat. So I guess he's taking over yeah. Jabba's empire. Yeah. He's like, he's super fat. It's so funny. And I was just like, so like, like, like okay, so I'm glad we came back to this because I really <laughs> wanted to know if that guy survived, yeah. Bib Fortuna. It's Twi'lek. But it like it's so great. He's like so fat and he's got like all these long fingernails. And so then like, you know, Jabba's palace has really bad security. It's like anybody can just walk in there. Don't even have to yeah. be a Jedi master. So uh Chun Li shows up and like kills his bodyguard and, and sets like uh, the slave girl free. And uh, then Boba Fett comes in. Bib Fortuna's like, Boba, oh, yeah. I thought you were dead. And Boba Fett just blows him away right there on Jabba's throne. Yeah. Like, well, I'm glad we brought <laughs> Bib Fortuna back. Just so Bob Boba Fett, it made him really fat and really hilarious to look at. Like, I want to know more about that, right? <laughs> and then Boba Fett pushes him out of the throne and he sits down with Chun-Li at his side. Yeah, it sits down on... Yeah, and she just and the yeah, screen goes and, black um, for a second. That's like the book, book of, of Boba. Boba yep. Yeah, the book of Boba Fett. And you're like, what the hell is the book of Boba Fett, right? And now I was confused. I thought that maybe that would be a movie, um, you know. But you know, as far as we know, the movies won't exist in 2021. So, uh, but yeah, it was a nice little pleasant surprise. But John Favreau has clarified yep. all this. Yeah, John Favreau has clarified all this. Uh, Says that um, it's going to be its own thing. It's not going to be season no. three of the Mandalorian, and they're both going to be, be out around the same time. Yeah, that's weird. We're going to have like two Legacy yeah. of Boba Fett shows. I don't know. I'm. I'm well, it's like so, I'm on board. Yeah, same. But uh, let's talk briefly. I know we've been going for quite a while, uh, but it's a podcast, and you know anybody who wanted to split it already split right. a long time ago when we told you to get the hell out at spoilers. But um, so Disney recently announced, like, what was it? Like eight or uh, nine? There was ten. Ten new, new uh, Star Wars stuff that they were working on. And Boba that's Fett crazy. And like Ahsoka, like, okay, look, I can I can get behind the the uh, Ahsoka. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. I think it's a mistake. Uh, to do all these shows. And I'll tell you why. Because when The Force Awakens was... I, I, I think they're going down the same road they did with, with the movies. Okay? Force Awakens comes out. It's received. Everyone loves it. It receives accolades. Star Wars is back. This is, like, so great, right? 
And then after that, they just announced, like, and you get a trilogy. They gave the guys from Game of Thrones their own trilogy. They gave Ryan Johnson his own trilogy. They announced the 10, uh, 10 11, and 12 trilogy. Uh, like, standalone movies here and there. Like, trilogy, Star Wars yeah. for everyone. And then the backlash from The Last Jedi yeah, happens. And then Solo bumps big, <laughs> big time. And then Disney starts backpedaling. And Rise of Skywalker is a giant pile of crap. And it's like, okay, we're not going to be in the movies anymore. Right? Yep. Now Mandalorian happens. Mandalorian, uh, the Baby Yoda show, the Urkel Factor, is extremely well received. And now it's just be like, and now you get, now be like, okay, well, they think they've cracked the code. Like, okay, Star Wars is great on TV. We have this new Disney Plus. Ten new series. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about all this. Yeah, I could get behind the Ahsoka Tano show, but like I don't even know what the rest. Well, of them are. some of them were some of them were movies, uh, but um, they're they're doing a Rogue Squadron movie. Uh, they officially reannounced uh, Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie. They didn't give it a name or anything. They didn't make it one. Okay, I. I can get behind that. Uh, they're doing a that. prequel series to Rogue One with uh, the one guy. That is, not, that, that, that is something they should uh, not be doing. You know how it's going to end. They, I who mean, cares about Cassian Andor? Um, yeah, that's like They're that's doing so another dumb. animated that's show so dumb. Uh, from with some of the characters that were in Clone Wars. Okay, animated shows are okay. Uh, they, they were rejected clones or whatever, the Bad Batch. Uh, they're doing uh, the Ahsoka Tano show. They're doing a show. I don't remember what it's called, uh, but it's basically an anthology of Star Wars moments redone by Japanese animators. Um, so basically, Star Wars. Okay, I can, I can get behind um, that. But yeah, I think there was. Maybe there. Oh, they're doing oh, yeah, Obi Wan too. Uh, the Obi Wan thing that we've all been that we've all been saying that we want. I can get behind that. Say that Hayden Christensen's yeah, going to be in that as Darth Vader, which is yeah. which is fine. You know, I'm sure he's, <laughs> I'm sure his performance will be different now that we don't have to look at his face, yeah, or right. hear his voice. He's just going to be in the suit, which is okay. I'm da- like I'm down with that. Put him in the suit. That's great. It, like like you know, uh, how could he mess that up? He can't. You can't mess that up with somebody else coming. Presumably, going to be James yeah. Earl Jones. You would think. Well, he's he already like did the voice old, for so, Vader I mean, at the end of Episode like, Three, so why not? Yeah. So you know, um, but uh, they can just get some other voice artists. I mean, the Darth Vader voice, I don't think, would be that hard to do for a skilled sound-alike talent, right? <laughs> they can get Chad Vader to do it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. No, you said I, skilled. Okay. You said no, skilled. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, yeah, I said skilled. And somebody that I don't want to murder. I know he was in riff tracks. It doesn't mean I like him. Those are like the worst riff tracks that are out there. Yeah, I said it. The ones with Chad Vader are the worst riff tracks. I don't talk about the riff tracks I don't like. There are very few that I don't like. And there are only two that I don't like. And they both have yes. Chad Vader in them. And he is the reason I do not like them. 
I want you to leave I'm, that in because I want going the to world leave that to know. In. That's going to be the last thing I leave in because we really need to wrap this up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, that was, thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us guys. If you actually sat there and listened to us prattle on about Mandalorian, congratulations, more power to you. Thanks for the support. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash true blue riffcast and you can so show us some support that way. Or you can just follow us on social media. You can follow me uh, at PB and awesome on Twitter. You can find me at PB and awesome.com. You can send me emails, Jeremy at true blue riffcast.com. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at TB riffcast. And I'm Dave Chadwick. And uh, I actually have a uh, new blog uh, that I'm going to be start building up soon. It's called Dave Chadwick.info. That's going to be my new home on the web. Uh, so check that out. I'm I'm kind of moving away from the whole Sugar Ray Dodge thing. You know, I just turned forty. I'm kind of hitting a kind of hitting a hard reset on my creativity. There's going to be a few reasons for that. I'll explain why. But um, on that website, as soon as I just get it up and running, but it is up. You can check it out right now at DaveChadwick.info, uh, and you can uh, send me emails at Dave at TrueBlueRiffCast.com. And we'll see you guys next time with our season finale, the best of 2020 right here on the True Blue Riffcast. See ya. Rock till you die. Rock till you die.